Good morning and welcome to All Things Jessamine. Glad to have you on this Saturday morning as we continue to learn more about people, places, and things of Jessamine County. With me today is another one of them old retired politicians. <laughs> no, we're, uh, we have a good friend with us today. His name's Robert Thompson, and Bob served for many years as our local PVA, which stands for Property Valuation Administrator. Good morning, Bob. Morning, Doug. Appreciate you coming in. We're going to learn a little bit more about you and how you've been doing since you retired and what you did when you weren't retired. So first off, let's start with some personal things. Tell us about your family, uh, where, where you were born here, I know, because you told me this. Tell us about your farm because you've been there for a long time, who your parents were and, and kind of how you came into the world. Uh, my parents were uh, Robert Thompson. I'm a junior, and uh, Anna Wilson, my mother, which uh, was a sister to Milton Wilson, who so, was county judge. Who was county time. judge? You're right. Yeah, I live on the family farm that's been in. Uh, I'm the sixth generation of Thompsons on the farm. I'm the third Robert. My great grandfather was a George, and then two Josephs mm-hmm. before him. I'm married to uh, Joyce Rogers. We have one daughter, which is Lisa, and she is married to John Paul Wells. Right. I think you had J.D., his dad, we did, a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago, and uh, they have uh, four children. Now, let me ask you this. Let me go back and, and tromp on some things you said here. Was your dad the one they called Rip? My dad was the one they called Rip. Now, how in the world did that come about? You know, that, that is odd, but I don't have a clue. Really? <laughs> I sure don't. And he had a and he had a brother's name was Russell and they called him Rudy. I think everybody around Wilmore, the old timers, had nicknames yeah, of some kind. But you don't know where he I came don't from. I do not know where he probably been over in a tight pair of pants. Uh, that it would be a real good guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, th- but did they all farm? Yes, they farmed. Do you know how far back? You said six generations. How far back is that? I've, uh, I have got the deed. It's on a piece of uh, cardboard with three strips of paper. 1789 wow it was when they purchased it it was not a land grant it was a purchase yeah and the deed uh describes the farm as being in the county of fayette the district of kentucky and the Mm -hmm. state of virginia you know kentucky didn't become a state to 1792 right yeah and you know what's interesting about that it's a good time for me to bring this up uh over in in my office in fact at the circuit clerk's office we have a land deed i don't remember the year but it was signed, it's actually signed by the then governor of Virginia. Because as you said, right. this used to be part of Virginia before it became Kentucky. And his signature is on there. And of course, it's Patrick Henry. Very, very, uh, very interesting. <laughs> yeah, we used to be part of that. So they were here before Kentucky was even a commonwealth. That's a uh, long that's time. That's a long time. My great-grandfather's buried in Wilmore. The two Josephs are buried on the, on the farm. Yeah. The cemetery there. So, And they've just farmed all of Were you the first one that came along that really didn't? Uh, yes, I, I, yes, I would be. I, I farmed a few years and then after high school, but then I had to, had to come up with something easier and more profitable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So he went to politics. <laughs> right. <laughs> some, some other people I know have done that. Too. <laughs> right. Guess who? <laughs> yeah, guess who? All right, so you married Joyce, you have Lisa, and now they made, you only had one child, but boy, Lisa's made up for it with four. I think she thought she's probably deprived being the only yeah. child, you know, so she's got four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and tell us, what does she do, her and John Paul? Uh, John Paul works for Landmark Sprinkler Company. Uh-huh. He's a draftsman, draws up plans. My, my daughter is a 
part, she's a speech therapist and works part-time. She's worked at various places. And the four grandchildren, the oldest one, Shelby, is a senior at UK, wants to be a vet. Good. The next girl, Cindy, she's a freshman at Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, JT, the, my grandson, is in the 10th grade at West, and okay. the youngest is a 7th grader at West Middle. And they all swim like fish. Oh, they bit, were big into that swimming. They're yeah. they're getting away from it now, but yeah. but they swim for years. Yeah, and, they did, and could really they were good swimmers. Okay, now when you were growing up, because of where you live, did you go to you went? I guess to most of the Wilmore schools until you got to high school. I went to Wilmore grade school, and they consolidated the school. Uh, when I was in the eighth grade, okay. uh, the high school was gone. They were, Now, the first year, they went to Nicholasville School. The new school wasn't uh, completed. Right. And then my freshman year, I went to Jessamine County, which is now West. So so you were there the first year it was open. You the were first a freshman. Year the, the first year I was a freshman, the first year the building opened. The building opened. opened. Oh, right. But the first right. year they consolidated, they went, yeah. the Wilmore kids went to Nicholasville. So let's see. If my math is right, then you probably graduated around 62 or 3? 63. 63, <laughs> yeah. Jessamine County High. Jessamine County High. Jessamine County. What'd you do then? I farmed for a few years. Didn't go real well, <laughs> you know. Decided I needed to make a living. <laughs> what What did y'all do? Tobacco, crops? Uh, well, my dad uh, rented uh, three farms that joined the yeah. farm, and we yeah. and we about had it all: tobacco, run a dairy, had hogs and sheep, raised corn. So just a, a big farm. Uh, at that time, had yeah. eighteen acres of tobacco, which at that time was, was a lot, a lot. Yeah. Nowadays, it's not <laughs> right. It will, but you know what. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I could go right now to find eighteen acres of tobacco anymore. It's it's scarce. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's hard. When you, I remember, not long ago, I remember it was last year. I think I drove around East. No, it was Ash Grove, and somebody had a crop, and I, it dawned on me. I had to take a picture of it because it had been so long since I saw. It was one of the prettiest crops I'd ever seen. That, that I'd seen one. I actually had to take a picture because I thought to myself. You know, I mean, people that wouldn't even have a clue what that is anymore. I think that's probably some of the weights. Some of the weights. Yeah, raised I guess to, probably was. Raised tobacco. Probably was. Nice grow. So you right. decided, well, this farming ain't going to cut it. So okay. then what'd you do? I worked at Rainbow Bakery in Lexington for about six months mm-hmm. and uh, and then uh, fell into the PVA job. <laughs> and now, how did that happen? My Uncle Milton Wilson said that Alan Masters, the PVA before me, right. was going to retire. Okay. And you had to take an examination for the BPVA. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what I was counting on. I took the examination and was passed. And, okay. And he retired. I had no opposition. Well, good. Now, what year would that have been? 1973. Wow. <laughs> it goes back quite a ways. Uh, and for some of our listeners out there who uh, have been around for a while, of course, Alan Masters uh, was in the courthouse for a long time. Long time. Uh, in fact, what did they? They didn't call it PVA then, did they? Tax commissioner. Tax commissioner. Tax commissioner. And I guess the uh, probably the most well known person, one of the well known person that worked for him, was Walter Rose Carter. Who, <laughs> well known uh, at that time, uh, who eventually disappeared. Yeah, and he was married. I see. He was married to Hazel. Hazel Masters, uh, yes. Hazel Masters, uh, yes. uh, whose sister is the mother of the Williams twins. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and uh, Louise. Louise Fain. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So you you took the test not really knowing what in the world I'm Not doing. knowing what to expect yeah. or, or correct. 
Do you know back then, Bob, if you remember in 73, our county was pretty small. I mean, not land-wise, but people-wise, house-wise. The taxable assessment, I started in D.C. Actually, I worked two months for Al Investors, and, and that term, PVA terms, it starts the first Monday in December, mm-hmm. unlike most of the rest of them. Right. And uh, the 1974 was been the first uh, tax roll that we made, mm-hmm. and the assessment was 114 million. 114 and, million. That was for every real estate assessment. Real estate in the county, the, in whole, the county. whole county. Okay. And in 2007, it was three billion. Wow, <laughs> a lot of growth. Now. Where throughout that period of time you were there? Where where did you see the most growth decade wise? I, I suppose in the city. I just uh, but but, uh, but Kimberly, Kimberly Heights was not there. So yeah, eighties or nineties? Eighties. Uh, well, I think it started. I don't know how to answer that because I believe it started in in the mid seventies yeah. and went through, kept on growing through the nineties. Never stopped. It really. never really stopped. Correct until. Slow down a little, I guess, after you left, but up until... I think it, uh, 2007, I think yeah. it slowed down quite a bit. Yeah. I think it slowed down a little. We had growth, but I think 2006 uh, was uh, less growth than mm-hmm. we had been having. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we and you can think of a number. You mentioned, Kimberly, a little number of subdivisions that started coming in at that point. I laugh and tell people, my kids can't believe this, that I can remember at the edge of the city, uh, the Nicholasville population sign. For years, I think for it was nineteen seventy sign. Was it was it seventy four hundred? Does that sound right in the city limits of Nicholasville? Sounds too high to me. <laughs> it may, maybe it's forty seven hundred. I believe maybe that I was, got it backwards. I'm, I'm not sure of the year, but it wasn't the four thousands. Yeah. But but back then, Bob, in seventy three and on up until the boom, I guess started. I'm assuming that most of that hundred and fourteen million was farmland. Or a lot, of, a it lot of it was. A lot of it was. Yeah. Yeah, right? We didn't have factories. We didn't have many business. Right. So you, a lot of it. I don't have that figure. I don't remember. But right. yeah, a lot of it was farmland. Do you remember the first big factory that we got, who that would have been, or when it would have come in? I think the uh, wire factory, Adcom, I think was yeah. already here when I started. But uh, Gulf States okay. uh, yeah. uh, was one of the first ones yeah. over yeah. on Stevens Drive. Right. And that's when we started seeing some manufacturer really take off. So you are the PVA, and your all's job, it used to be called tax commissioner for a reason, folks. Your all's job is to figure out on all these pieces of property what their value is for tax purposes. Correct. 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 And I'm assuming that there are formulas and all that stuff to try to figure that out. Of course, mostly, uh, particularly the residential or even the farm, uh, we went by the comparable sales. Yeah. And we had plenty of sales in those days. Yeah, you know, that was that, easy so that helped. Farmland we uh, was started was taxed at an agricultural value. Mm-hmm. That started, I believe, in I believe that was a constitutional amendment in 1969. But mm-hmm. it was just getting going when I when mm-hmm. I started this mm-hmm. BBA. And they got somewhat of a little a break on, I guess. Uh, on their buildings, uh, right. house and all, they did not get a break. Right, but, but, but on yes. the building, uh, and their but farm on the farmland, they got a break. Do we have, if you know, or was, well, you, of course, you can only go back to two thousand seven. Let's just do an estimate. Seventy three. What do we think percentage wise, farmland of of a hundred would have been fifty percent, sixty? I would. It push it to be uh, forty five to fifty. What do you uh, think it was when you left? True farmland. Oh. <laughs> 
I don't remember that, but uh, more like 10 or 15. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it really went down. It really it? was way down. It really went down. Yeah. And I guess people nowadays, if, if they move into this community and look around, probably be hard to imagine that if it had not been for farming, <laughs> uh, we, wouldn't have been, we wouldn't have made it. Farm was the uh, was the biggest investment. Was, was it? Do you remember when the uh, all the stores on Main Street and the banks and all closed on the well, all the stores in town one in stores except on Main Street would close on Thursday afternoon. Well, that brings up an interesting point, Bob, <laughs> because I, as you know, the courthouse and all of the clerk's offices, the circuit clerk, still do that. They still close Thursday at noon. And are open on Saturday mornings. And I've often had people say, when did it start and how did it start? Well, I know it started a long time ago. Uh, do you remember why? So you're telling me that even stores did that. Stores all closed. Martin's, Christmas, all the yeah. stores. I, I assume all the stores on Main Street. Like I said, there were only stores on yeah, Main Street right, downtown. Right. The three or four yeah blocks. there was no edgewood there was right. no walmart and, and, and the that banks closed and that, yeah. uh, that was when i was a kid so wonder i wonder why i don't <laughs> of course they were naturally the stores gonna be open on saturday so I, sure i don't know why well people, i've had people I, I have no clue and, I, and as long as i can remember uh, so if it happened before you were a kid uh, sure before i was born uh, but i can't figure out what unless <laughs> unless we had a lot of store owners that like to play golf and that was their day but <laughs> But and it continues uh, that tradition, of course, with the courthouse. Uh, other counties close on a uh, courthouse yeah. closes on a particular afternoon. Yeah, Garrett County on Wednesday. Wednesdays. Uh, That's please. exactly right. right. Well, things change. So you came in as PVA in 1973. Who who was your staff? Ike Watts worked for me. Yeah, and, and uh, Nancy McKinney and uh, Miss Flossie Pickett. She was the only holdover from the previous staff. Yeah. And I believe that was all the That's first, the ones that the started. Year, yes. Yeah. How'd uh, you find Ike? I think he come in. Somebody told him I was looking for Really? For, and he and he came in. And he was there. I was working as a deputy for Allen at that time. Well, he was there just about as long as you were. Oh, uh, yes, yes. He retired a little before you yes, did. Yes, he yeah. retired a couple of years before yeah. I did. So Nancy McKinney was along. And then going on down the pike, some of maybe then, the other names. Well, then 1975, Linda Downing and Linda mm-hmm. Smith mm-hmm. both came to to work and they were there a long time too oh uh, we all stayed a a long time yeah if you if you uh, came to work in the pva office chances are you retired right from there right and uh, that's one of the things i think i miss most about it is the people i worked with yeah yeah i'm sure no. what do you think but and all the time you was there from 73 to 2007 what what do you think in the office was the biggest change that you saw over those years the first year, we had a handwritten tax roll, and Nancy McKinney and Miss Pickett wrote this tax roll, and you wrote everybody's name, address, yeah. property value, and a price, put fly sheets in and figured mm-hmm. the tax, mm-hmm. if you remember, and a price. And taught, it used to be a school teacher. Yeah, it was a school teacher yeah. taught math. Right. But uh, that was quite a job, and the uh, tax roll, the book with the papers were about uh, 16 by 20 inches. Yeah. Long book, yeah, right. heavy, heavy book, about right. six or eight uh, inches thick when you got through. And I realized that wasn't going to work. Now, at that, let me interrupt you. At that point in time, was that when they were pulling jurors from the tax I, rolls? I, I, they were using tax rolls, and I think uh, 
I'm not sure. They were yeah. using tax but dollars. It, it, at one I point, was, I thought it was two things at that time, yeah, but it, it might have only been the one. And they, the jury, they had jury commissioners yeah, who were, they, I guess, appointed uh, by a judge uh, that would come in and look through. Uh, look, and, yes. and basically, what they do, they go down the list and they'd say, "Well, uh, Joe Smith, yeah, he'd be a good one. Let's yeah, put well, him down." Yeah, right. That's the way it worked. <laughs> That's the way it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you knew that that wasn't going to happen that, very long. That was a lot of work. That was unreal. Yeah. So we went with the computer service. They took the tax roll and keyed all that in, mm-hmm. and then we all the changes that were made that year. New pro- we had if it was new property divided, we had to make a new account. Yeah. And if and if assessment changed, we had to had to handwrite all that on a piece of paper and mail it to them. Mm-hmm. And then after a few years, that went to the updates we made. Uh, we did on a, online, mm-hmm. you know, did ourselves. That worked out better. And then uh, computers come along. Seems like a I've missed something in there, but uh, there's a whole different world. A whole, whole different world. And you know, I, having been in your office back, even when it was across the street and up yeah. the steps, you all, and I guess they still do. They have keep a lot of maps and 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 uh, drawings yes. and plats, I guess, of the properties. They they mapped this county in about, or maybe finished about 1988. Mm-hmm. The, the revenue department came in and hired local people mm-hmm. and they went out and measured every house or every building and that would be a lot of work that was a lot i think there was four of them and it took them like four years wow you know, and uh, measured them all and then they come in and had area photos and mm-hmm. they took copies of deeds and, and our plats if you were in town and yeah. transferred them to the area photos that's on computer now that wasn't when mm-hmm. i left mm-hmm. but that's was even so much better. Mm-hmm. Lots changed Lots of, in, in all areas of government, but yeah, a lot sure, changed. Sure, you know because now you're talking about overhead aerial photos. Now, I mean, you can get on the computer and, and put your address in, and a satellite will show you a picture of the top of your house. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Boy, if you'd have had that back in '73, <laughs> you'd have you'd have flown through. You said you missed the people you worked with probably the most. Did you have a lot of interaction with just the public, though? Not a tremendous amount. We yeah. had an inspection period every year that you yeah. were allowed to come in and and uh, check your, which we mail out notices for assessments, but check your assessment, and and you were allowed to check comparable property. Yeah, and all, and we were uh, that was a two week period. Well, it started out as a week period, but yeah. uh, we had quite a bit of activity there. And then when the tax bills were mailed out, we had. Some activity, but then right. other than that, it was not a lot of contact with the public. Now, is the PVA, do they only deal with real estate as far well, as making well, assessments? When we started, we had tangible and intangible, and we had to make the assessment, and automobiles. So you had all that. So you even had a guy's boat sitting in the back garage. Yes. and How did you keep up with all that? Oh, that, huh? yeah, that was hard. We got a copy of your license receipt, mm-hmm. when you, and we had to handle them four or five times. We had to put them in order by car and look in a NADA book and get the value oh of that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, and uh, boats were the same way, although boats were not near as many as cars. Mm-hmm. And we also did tangible property, property that a business owned, mm-hmm. inventory and, and machi- uh, fixtures and furniture. How in the world did you all, well, you four four people, I think you said, five. Well, we maybe. ended up with five. The, I don't I, see how you got it I, done. I, I don't know. We because, just, <laughs> and you know, some people might say, well, that wouldn't be too hard because they didn't have a Walmart back then or they didn't have a, I, a tractor supplier or then big stores. Well, no, but if you look down Main Street 
every one of these buildings were full oh, right. of businesses and people selling, whether it be drug stores, which we had two or three, or furniture stores or clothing stores. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of stuff down through here. Sure was. And we we also did intangibles, which was stocks and bonds, yeah, yeah. notes, accounts receivable, and all. And uh, Wow. So when did that all switch over? Because at some point in time, you got away from that. And I'm assuming that was the state ruling. That, the What they call the Avis system. Yeah. Come in the county clerk's office. Yeah. You, you was there at a while. Do you remember that? When I it, do. When it started? It would have been back in the 80s. 80s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Right. Mid-80s yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. and that done away with us getting a license right. receipt. And, and they were priced by computer from Frankfurt. And we got a tax roll with... Uh, or a printout with uh, automobiles and their value. That saved you a lot of time. saved us a lot. In, sometime in the 90s, they uh, quit charging uh, intangible property. Yeah. yeah. And also, it changed a lot. You know, Bob, there are people that have been around here for a long time, and we have discussions about certain businesses in town. And there's one business when brought up that your name sometimes floats in the conversation. Because you were one of the regulars at 10 o'clock every weekday morning <laughs> at Hemphill's Pharmacy <laughs> yes, drinking so, coffee. Yes, I was. <laughs> yeah, that was an that, And there was a lot of guys, a lot of business people. Uh, all bankers. That were down uh, there right. every day having their coffee break uh, at counter was, a, counter was several days, the counter was full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, they just don't talk about places they don't make like they used to. They don't, do they? Yeah. They sure don't. The Hemphill's drug. Things yeah. changed a lot. You've seen a lot yeah. of changes, and you're not you're not that old, Bob. <laughs> but you have seen in your life a lot of changes within this town, especially. Of course, you're from Wilmore, and you still live down in that area. And they've had some changes, but theirs has been no. a little bit different than ours. And this up here, though, is just boom. It's boomed. It's of course the north end of the county, the northwest yeah. side of the county. My last few years really boomed. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Well, what people like your dad and granddad would say if they could come back and see Jess McCauley uh, now. I have, and even Wilmore. I mean, even yeah. if you think about the Wilmore, even though this, you know, this, with the as the seminary and the and the college and all the building that they do and things like that and, and the BiPAP, well, what would they think? Man, they, I, I have no they telling. Would, they wouldn't know where they, they were. They wouldn't think they were right. They wouldn't know where they were. <laughs> they wouldn't think they was in Wilmore. Yeah. <laughs> or Jess McCauley. Yeah. And it's, what's amazing about it is that it's changed. The size hadn't changed. <laughs> yeah, right. The county hadn't gotten any bigger. It's, we've got the same amount of square foot as we did. It's just more stuff on it, I guess, than back then. Well, believe it or not, our time is gone. I told you it would go quick. Well, it did go quick. But I appreciate you coming in and, and telling us all about what you used to do. What have you been doing since? We I didn't appreciate you that. asking me. Well, hey, I appreciate that. What, what, you 2007, you retired? What have you done since then? Well, anything for, Joyce tells you yeah, to do? Anything Joyce says. <laughs> and a lot of, and a lot of uh, hauling of grandkids, which is, yeah. has, now that's let up. Yeah. As you can tell, two of them are in college. I do a... A lot of yard mowing, and uh, you didn't get back into farming. I didn't get back into yeah, farming. I tell all my friends uh, that I have to mow my own yard, to do my landscape work, and my daughter's got somebody that takes care of her. <laughs> that would be me. I'll <laughs> you too. So you're you're the handyman. I'm of the, the handyman. Of the Thompson estate now. <laughs> Well, good. I'm glad that you've enjoyed retirement. You earned it a lot of years oh, thank there. You, Doug. Speaking of of which, I wanted to ask you this question. You were from 73 to 2007. 
33 years. 33 years, and you ran every four. Correct. So that was what? Well, nine terms that I started. Nine terms. I just started the ninth one and then retired. So out of the nine times, how many times did you have opposition? Once. One time. And the best I can remember, you won that one pretty good. uh, Pretty good. Yeah. The people of Jessamine County have been good to me well they have but you know what you did a good job well, and that's what it you. takes you, you if you folks and if you're in politics if you're in government and you can run nine times and have one opposition uh you're doing a good job and you had good staff too had a and, real good uh, staff. yeah and and i'm i can appreciate that because i have often said that whenever my time is gone as clerk i hope if nothing else is said about doug that the one thing they will say is that he knew how to hire good people because that's the key. That's important. And you did. You yeah, had some yeah. really good people work. I with sure you. did. You sure did. Well, we thank you for your service to our county, Bob, and we appreciate the Thompsons and 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 not just you, but daggone the contributions of six generations <laughs> that have been a part of this community even before it was a community. <laughs> and uh, the Thompsons have contributed a lot, and hopefully they'll uh, stick around for quite some time through your daughter and your grandchildren. Thank you, Doug. Yeah. Well, my thanks to Bob Thompson for coming in today and telling us all about his life as the property valuation administrator of Jessamine County. We appreciate you coming in, too, to learning a little bit more about the county in which you live. We'll do it again next Saturday morning on All Things Jessamine at 11 o'clock. I also invite you to tune in for my regular show every weekday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. right here on Jess FM 105.9.